everyone, my name's Kelly and you are listening to Mize Music Talks Episode 3. Welcome to Mize Music Talks, and my name's Kelly, for those of you who did not hear it the first time. And I just want to see, how are you guys doing? Before I start talking, I hope you all are having a wonderful week. For me, it's surely been an interesting one, an incredible one at that. I actually got to attend three amazing shows this week that I'm really excited to talk about on this podcast, as well as a few other things. But before I get into the main topic of the podcast today, I was going to talk about the three shows I got to go to this week. The first one, I got to go see Taylor Swift at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, and oh my gosh, I've seen her before for the 1989 tour, but the Reputation Stadium tour was definitely a life changer. That woman, I don't care what anyone says, Taylor Swift is incredible, and she really is probably one of my favorite performers in the whole entire world. She really knows how to put on a show, and she made it magical. It's just, when you go see Taylor Swift... It is an actual experience. I kid you not, I definitely believe that everybody should at least see Taylor Swift once, but I believe that for a few other artists as well. But not only was her whole entire set magical, but her opening acts were also incredible. Personally, I was really excited to see Camila Cabello because she's really up and coming in the pop world right now, and her single Havana has really broken a bunch of records on the charts from Billboard to the Top 100, everything. And she was she's really going to be the next star. Watching her perform was really breathtaking in itself because I was, like, watching her, and I just kept saying to myself, wow, this girl's going to be the next Taylor Swift, and I'm really excited to see where she goes. If you don't know Camila Cabello and you don't know Havana, I definitely suggest that you listen to the song Into It because that's personally my favorite song by her. And that was the one I was jamming to as she was on the Taylor Swift runway. Also, Charlie XCX opened for Taylor Swift, another really fun act. A lot of you know her for Boom Clap. And honestly, that was kind of the first and only song I thought I knew by Charlie XCX until I realized I knew a lot more than I thought I did when I saw her live. But I recommend you listen to all three artists. I'm sure everybody has heard Taylor Swift at least once in their life, but I highly recommend you go listen to Reputation. She really put on a flawless show, even though it was in the pouring rain and we made headlines across newspapers and different websites everywhere for that show. It was totally worth it, and I highly recommend that you either listen to Reputation, you go see her while she's on tour. Even if you don't respect her, you should because she really knows what she's doing. The second show I went to this week that this one honestly completely took my breath away. This made its way into my heart to being my favorite show I've ever seen before. And trust me, I've seen a lot of shows in my day, but this one really took the cake, which is kind of impressive to me because I haven't been able to point my finger on a favorite show ever, but this one took it. And I saw Panic at the Disco at Madison Square Garden in New York City with my best friend Katie and her mom. 
on Tuesday for her birthday. It was her 21st birthday, so not only did that make it even more special, but the whole show was just... Now, not only was Taylor Swift life-changing, but this one was just beyond life-changing. I don't even know how to describe that, but I never saw a show quite like this. I knew, we knew every word to every song we were dancing. He did, Brendan Urie did 30 songs nonstop, and this man is definitely my number one performer. He is my favorite performer, again, my favorite show. He did 30 songs, and he didn't even look tired, and he's so talented. He can play the drums, he plays the guitar, he can play the bass, he could literally do anything. He did a backflip off the drums right after he was done doing, like, a drum battle with his drummer. This man was amazing, flying on a piano across the whole entire Madison Square Garden. It's easy to say he took my breath away, and it was an experience I'm never going to forget, and I'm already looking into when he's going to be coming back around because I absolutely want to see this tour again because I'm so invested in his show and performance. I've seen Panic at the Disco quite a few times before, but never like this. And the three of us were just so floored by what we experienced that not only was it a show, but it was an experience and I'm never going to forget it. I also highly recommend going to see Panic at the Disco if you ever have the chance. Even if you're not a fan of them, it's worth it. Brendan Urie is probably one of the most talented men in existence right now. Also, his opening acts were also great. I think that we should never underestimate opening acts because I've seen so many great ones this past summer. And his were also just, they were really impressive. I was originally really excited to see this new and upcoming artist. She's in the pop world. Her name is Haley Kyoko. She's really great because she stands for gay rights and she expresses that in her music and she's not afraid to be who she is. And that's so inspiring to me. And I appreciated her music because of that. I like people that take risks and are not afraid to be who they want to be. And it gives people who might be in the same spot as her a safe haven. So... When she went on stage, I was absolutely, like, again, floored. I was so excited. She looked like she was having so much fun. A few of my favorite songs by her include Feelings, as well as what most people know, Curious. That's also a really great song. I highly recommend you go look her up because you would absolutely adore this girl. If you support gay rights, you're definitely going to support Haley Kiyoko. Also, another band called Arizona was... Brendan Urie's Panic at the Disco's direct support. They were really cool too. I really enjoyed their music. I've heard of them before, but I never actually listened to them. And they also were really interesting to watch. And honestly, one of those bands where you could just sit back and listen and just enjoy the show. And I really, I'm going to go listen to them now because I was impressed and I really enjoyed their sound. So yeah, that was Panic at the Disco at the sold out Madison Square Garden. I was floored again. And then I think... My list of shows kind of gets more and more random as this week goes on, because last but not least, on Friday, I went to go see Macklemore and Kesha at PNC Bank Arts Center in Homedale, New Jersey. Now, let me tell you, I really would have never planned on going to this show if it weren't for one of my best friends, Cassidy. She has an obsession with Kesha, and I'm sorry, Cassidy, for sharing this with the world, but she loves Kesha, and honestly, back in the day, and still to this day, I've always loved Kesha, too. Like, there is nothing wrong with that. That girl is absolutely 
talented. She really is. And I knew it way before TikTok when I was looking up demos on YouTube of acoustic versions of songs that she had never released before. Like, there's an acoustic version of a song called Goodbye that she never released, and I thought it was absolutely stunning. And I asked myself, I was like, why isn't she releasing that instead of songs like TikTok? Because there was just so much emotion and rawness to it that when her case finally came out, like the lawsuit came out for Kesha between her and her producer, everything seemed to make sense on why she wasn't able to release the music that she truly wanted to and the kind of music that the public really should hear by her so anyway fast forward yeah so for my friend Cassie's birthday me my friend Gabby Tyra all three of us decided it would be really funny and fun to buy Cassidy a ticket to see Kesha at PNC Bank Art Center for the summer so we can all go together because she really loves her and she's never seen her live before. So a few months back in May, we all invested in this and it wound up again downpouring this day and it wound up being a thunderstorm, more so up north than by me. I'm kind of more south. She's like in the Montclair area. I'm in like South Jersey. So unfortunately, Cassie wound up not coming and our friend Gabby also wound up not coming just because the weather was awful and it just it wasn't a good idea I guess for everyone but somehow miraculously me and Tyra or Tyra and I should say if we're speaking in grammatical terms here wound up going to the show and we had a blast okay like I always loved Kesha like I said low-key because I don't know why I always felt like I had a lover low-key, but I'm announcing it to the world right now. So yes, there you have it. I love Kesha. We had the time of our lives. So unfortunately, they had to do away with the opening act because they just didn't have the time. The show got delayed by an hour, which was kind of sad because I always, like I said, I love seeing opening acts. A lot of times nowadays, those are the acts I'm looking forward to seeing because they're the new and upcoming talent that is going to build and build and build and build. And they're going to be the future. So that's why I look forward to opening acts. All opening acts aside, the first person to come on that night was Kesha. And she really knows how to open up a show. This girl, you know, if you know Kesha, she has this obsession with spaceships. And right behind her was a spaceship. And it was awesome. Or, I don't know, what is it called? Like a flying saucer or something like that? I don't know. She's obsessed with something with space. And there was one of those big ones behind her and it was all lit up she comes out and she's singing a few words from tiktok mashed up with her other song called woman and i was like yo i'm so ready for this that was the moment i knew i was immediately invested in the show and then right after that point she kept playing bops yes bops it's coming back again i reiterate she kept playing bops from my past, everybody's past, I should say. Like, who did not know Take It Off? I forgot that song existed until the other night, and you bet that me and my friend Tyra were dancing and freaking out and singing along every single word to that song, because who did not know that song? It's almost like the second coming of TikTok. Also, Blow. But it wasn't those songs that really inspired me about her. Her persona was inspiring and insanely influential. It actually wound up being, though, her performance for the song Praying. Now, for all of you who have heard the song or know a little bit about Kesha's past, 
it is definitely about the lawsuit that she just went through with her producer and her coming out stronger from the whole entire situation. And when she came back on stage to perform Praying, it wasn't just a performance where people were singing back the lyrics to Kesha. People were singing the lyrics with Kesha. I could feel the emotion. Like I'm thinking about it right now and I'm getting chills. People were singing the song with Kesha. People were feeling it and everybody was holding their cell phone lights out. Like there was not any breaths taken by anybody during that song. It was probably one of the best moments of music, live music I've ever seen in my life so far. And it was beautiful. Like, of course, my friend and I were screaming it away too but that was the first experience I ever had where we were singing with the person on stage not just at them so I thought that was beautiful and then of course she ended her set with TikTok and as you know everybody goes crazy for that song then so I've never been really a fan of Macklemore not in an offensive way like I always respected him I never had anything bad to say I just didn't really know much or at least I thought I didn't know anything but thrift shop but I was very wrong about all of that and here's why so Macklemore comes on stage I don't even know the first song he sang but I was already dancing like we decided we were going to live our best lives while listening to Macklemore and we were going to open up our minds and try to become fans and fans are exactly what we became So we definitely knew a lot more songs than we thought we were going to know. So not only did we know Thrift Shop, but we also knew the song, I believe it's called Can't Hold Us. Um, Same Love was another song that I knew by him. I actually wrote a paper on that song not too long ago. I think during my sophomore year of college, I decided to write about that song for some reason. I don't remember the topic. Definitely something with gay rights, probably, and how it relates to music or I don't know, something along those lines. Um, There were also other songs that he did that I knew and I didn't realize I would know, or now songs that I am quite a fan of because this guy has some bops and I never knew that he had so many bops. Like, I also knew Glorious. I also knew These Days. And then there were some bops that I didn't know, like Willy Wonka or Marmalade, Marmalade, I don't know how to say it, one or the other. And then there was also the new single that he has out with Kesha right now called Good Old Days. Um, He has a new album called Gemini. I definitely, honestly, I do recommend listening to it. We had a blast and he was honestly so down to earth and also really inspiring and influential, just like Kesha, that by the time the show was over, it made me realize how underrated this show probably is and how many people probably wouldn't think to go to see a tour like this I mean let's think about it like my friends and I we never would have thought to go to see Kesha and Macklemore at least me Gabby and Tyra didn't like of course Cassidy was a fan of Kesha and I was too and I've always wanted to see her but I never would have put Macklemore and Kesha together or ever gone to probably see them but this wound up being one of the best shows I've ever seen at least performance wise and I had so much fun which is really going to lead me into my topic for today. And that's why this specific podcast is called For the Love of Music, is that I really truly believe that people should go to concerts for the experience rather than seeing their favorite acts. Like, of course, go to the shows to see your favorite acts, but also go for the experience. If you are unsure 
of whether or not you're going to like an artist, before you decide to leave, get up and go before, I don't know, like, if I were to get up and go before Macklemore came on, I would have never had the experience I got to have and really enjoyed his performance, and I wouldn't be a fan. I'm so happy I stayed, and it was an experience of a lifetime, honestly. It was so much fun, and I really don't regret it, which is why I really encourage people now to really go to shows for the experience rather than your favorite acts. Like, for example, I've noticed that this has become a pet peeve of mine ever since I started my internship at the Stone Pony. So yeah, for those of you who don't know, I'm actually currently an intern at the Stone Pony, and... I often mostly deal with phone calls day in and day out whenever I go there, and it's very tedious, and people are kind of more rude when I get phone calls at the Stone Pony than when I get them at my day-to-day jobs at Whole Foods. So, Whole Foods and Sweet Music Academy, because I work both of those places, and I never get phone calls there like I do at the Stone Pony. So one of the number one questions people always ask me whenever I'm at the Stone Pony is, what time does the headliner go on? Or what time does the direct support go on? No one ever asks about the opener. I think I might have had two phone calls ever in my six to seven months of being there now where people actually cared about the opener and it warmed my heart a little because I think that people should really care about the opener because like I was saying before when you think about it these openers are the future so that's their favorite question to ask me and I get more and more annoyed every time I hear it because I truly believe that if you love music and if you are invested in music you go and see the whole entire show and not just the headliner you go for the ultimate experience of the show And it really breaks my heart when people call just because they only care about the opening act. Like, I get, not the opening act, but they care about the headlining act. Like, I get it. Like, some of us have work and have other lives than going to see maybe two openers at a show or two to three. I know there's a lot nowadays. But, again, they're the future and you might regret missing out on them. There have been so many times where I have gone to a show and... Openers have blown me away. I think to this day, my favorite opener was for a band called Paris. If any of you have ever heard of them, they are currently signed to Rise Records, at least as far as I know. I don't think that has changed. And we, I went with my friend Bree to go see them at Starland Ballroom months and months ago during a snowstorm. It's always during some kind of storm. Anyway, we went to go see Paris, and there was an opening act, and they were called Cherry Pools. And now her and I are the biggest Cherry Pools fans because we never heard of them before, ever. And they blew us away. Between their aesthetic and their music, they were just phenomenal. And they were probably the best openers I've ever seen at a show. And honestly, they're up and coming. They reminded us a lot of the 1975, which is another band that we're really big fans of. And I really think they're next, honestly. They're on deck right now. You wait and see. In the next year, they're going to be one of the next biggest names, and I definitely have all the faith in that. So, honestly, openers are so worth seeing, and they're so important because they're so critical to our futures. And, honestly, if there is, I don't know, say, like, I'm thinking about personally going to see a show. So, for any of you who are listening and are dear friends of mine, you know that I really really dislike a band called Godsmack, right? And (laughs) some of 
you are probably laughing right now because you're like, Kelly really hates Godsmack. And you know what? I'm sorry to everybody who's listening right now who's a fan of them. It's true. I'm not the biggest Godsmack fan in the world, okay? But they are touring with one of my favorite bands ever called Shinedown. And I'm still debating on whether or not I'm going to go to the show, which I'm probably going to go because I'm very invested in Shinedown. And you might think that I'm going to leave before Godsmack comes on, or maybe I won't even have a choice and they'll go on before Shinedown comes on so that I don't have a choice. But you know what? No matter how much I dislike them, I will still give them the fair opportunity to work their way into my heart for the, with their live performance, even though I've seen them before and I still am just on the fence about them. I will still stay there and I'll watch the whole thing just for the experience because you never know, my mind could change. And sometimes it doesn't change, but you know what? At least I'm still there. Because, again, it's all about the experience. You never know who or what you're going to like until you go and experience it. Like, another really good example that I'm actually probably going to talk about this in my next podcast, Warp Tour. You know, as a lot of you know, it's the final run of Warp Tour this year. But I was lucky enough to go to two of them, and I'm actually going to be going to my third and final one in a few days. That'll be the next podcast, but until we get there, another really good example of this is my friend Bree is into a lot of really cool music, and we often share a lot of similar taste in music. So she recommended that we go see this band called Don Broco, and I've never heard of them before. Or I have from various friends, because they toured with another band, I believe, over the spring or the fall. And they were like, Kelly, you know, you should listen to them. You would really like them. And unfortunately, I just never got around to it. So Brie suggested we go see them because she always wanted to. I believe they're from, I think, London or, I don't know, some kind of England. They're English or whatever they are. They're out of our country. Anyway, so we went and we got to see their set. And I was completely blown away. Completely. And I've been listening to them, like, every day since I saw them now. She was so right. So you, the, the whole point of this podcast really is that you never really know until you go experience music. You never really know what you're going to like until you have all the experiences because you have to open your horizons in order to, uh, I don't know, you have to open your horizons in order to really just experience life and music And you're never going to maybe even experience your favorite band if you don't go and try to listen to a new one. Like, some people are so stuck in their ways, and I think that's the most frustrating thing in the world, is when people won't expand their horizons, especially when it comes to music, because they are just so stuck on one genre. But I think you learn the most when you immerse yourself in all different kinds of music. And that is something I really hope that you guys take away from listening to this podcast. I hope that... You take a chance on maybe a new band or musician or artist, maybe even if it's not your genre. Like, if you listen to metal, I hope you go and listen to pop punk right now. Or if you listen to pop, I hope you go listen to heavy metal. After you hear this podcast, I hope that you make the decision to try to go to not only shows for an experience, but to listen to a new band or musician that you wouldn't on a daily basis because you never know. You might become a new fan. So I challenge you guys to either go listen to someone that you never would listen to or to go to a show just hardcorely for the experience because who knows, you might actually enjoy it. So be sure to tune in next week on Tuesday for another My's Music Talks episode and 
I can't wait to hear what you guys listen to or who you go and see. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next week on the next episode of Mize Music Talks.